Remember, our show is not intended for all audiences. We use inappropriate language in our show. Jewel, tell everybody who sponsors us so we can get the show started. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Most people probably believe when they get a medical device, say implanted, that those medical devices have undergone appropriate testing. But for most moderate and high-risk devices, that is not the case. All the manufacturer needs to demonstrate is that their device is substantially equivalent, is the regulatory term, to another device that's already on the market. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And And you're you're listening to What What the F is Ladylike. It has been 60 years since the FDA approved the pill, Jewel. The pill. May 9th, 1960. What do you think those side effects were in women? I don't know, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me. Yes, it is bone density loss, bleeding, headaches, weight gain, nervousness, dizziness, abdominal pain. Ugh, that sounds all too familiar. Right? What do you think? Why do you think women suffer from that? Why? Why, you say? Maybe because the lack thereof of medical research being done in female studies. And what I'm meaning by that is that the female presence in labs are completely underrepresented. So what you're telling me is women get fucked, right? Pretty much, because the most used animal model in laboratories across the world to discover and test new medicines and surgical procedures and putting in devices, all this type of stuff, is tested on entirely male subjects. And it is time to fight for equal female health rights in the lab. But no matter who walks through the door to the ER, we order the same tests. We prescribe the same medication without ever thinking about the sex or gender of our patients. Why would we? We were never taught that there were any differences between men and women. A recent government accountability study revealed that 80% of the drugs withdrawn from the market are due to side effects on women. So let's think about that for a minute. Why are we discovering side effects on women only after a drug has been released to the market? Do you know that it takes years for a drug to go from an idea to being tested on cells in a laboratory, to animal studies, to then clinical trials on humans, finally to go through a regulatory approval process to be available for your doctor to prescribe to you? What's happening? Well, it turns out that those cells used in that laboratory, they're male cells. And the animals used in the animal studies were male animals. And the clinical trials have been performed almost exclusively on men.
this is the first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome, welcome, guys. As you can tell, we have a full plate today. Right, Joe, right. Got some juicy stuff, guys. Juicy, juicy. And we did see that the UFO update paperwork did go over to NASA for research. That's cool, cool. I'm trying to get a telescope, right, Joel? I wanted, I want a telescope. I want to see all this crap just right there in front of my eyes. She does. I do. I do. I got to tell you something, Joel. During this research to find out, you know, about the FDA backed up that you were going through, I totally got locked out. They, they shut down my Google. <laughs> I believe that. That, I mean, they're really listening every few minutes. So I didn't get the document until this morning of what Joel's, uh, the backup document until this morning because uh, they shut down my Google. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got onto this, I don't know, not wild goose hunt, but like kind of because there was a theory of it, I felt like, in my head. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to find out for myself if there's any truth to it. And diving into it, I was uh, I was sh- shocked. But then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not shocked. But oh, my God, this is that's crazy. It's crazy. So then Jules has been doing this research for like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Or longer. And so I didn't I hurt myself. So she's just been the one doing the research lately. <laughs> it's all on her shoulders. So that Which- it went. It's hard to find research on the topic we're talking about because people, unless you're going out of the norm, they don't talk about it. Right. And so it's people discovering and finding out, and then they're figuring it out for themselves and doing their own research. Just like what we're having to do. (laughs) So what I found out on Jules' research and when I went to go get the backup documents for what we're going to be talking about. I just want everybody to know the FDA has grandfathered in anything prior to 1976. Anything prior to 1976. And that what means... That, yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean to be grandfathered in? So I'm going to tell you how fucked up this is. This means they don't have to test any device, any surgical item any medication so if your birth control was approved in may 9th of 1960 guess what the fuck that's it man that's it until unless they do something new how you feel about that joel it's fucking weird so joel's gonna tell you something how do you think that they tested our medications our antidepressants medication the devices the mesh that put, gets put in your body how do you think that those were tested over all of these years see i wanted to believe that <clears throat> there was people that we could count on and rely that we're going to get good solid research and feedback to know what this shit's going to do to everybody and when i'm talking about everybody I'm talking about female and male equally, and that is not happening. It is only being tested on male subjects. There is, among 
1,200 neuroscience papers from 2011 and 2012. So this is, see, this is even back research because nobody likes to talk about this kind of crap because then they don't want to get themselves in trouble because, you know, they don't want to lose their money. But back in 2011 and 2012, only 42% reported the sex of the animal that they were using. Only 42% of that 1,200 that they asked. They didn't even want to provide it. And with the people who did provide it, they said that only 24% were using female. That's messed up, man. So, with that being said, what do you think is going to happen if one medication is being tested on a male? It's going to react one way, but if you're not testing it on a female that has hormones and different types of them, because men have testosterone, we don't have that. So it's like, we got to be testing it on, on, on the proper, in the proper way. It is what it is. Females are born with hormones. Males are born with testosterone. That is what it is. And we need to know what reaction is going to happen. We, it's so unfair for these young women who are getting birth control, they don't know what they're going to, they don't know, they're in this, they don't know how it's going to react to their bodies. They're getting these birth controls and then come to find out later on, they can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Why can't I have kids? Oh, well, because you were doing this, you were on this birth control and it did this to your body, basically. And any women out there um, who's ever gone to go get birth control, it's like, let's try you on this one first, mm-hmm. then let's try you on this one, then let's try you on this one. It's all trial and error because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Because we were the test dummies. Women are the test dummies because they don't know. I am actively being told they don't know how my sh- shit's going to react because I they don't know. They don't. So this topic came from somebody that we kind of know it. It got forwarded to Jewel. And so she started researching it more and more and more and more. And it's kind of disturbing to find out that somebody that you should be able to trust, the FDA. And I, and I always was, go, you know, going back and forth. Well, you should trust your doctor. You should trust. But you know what? This is not in your doctor's hands. There's these clinical trials. There's these approved products. There's these approved medications. There's all of these things. Well, here's the thing. It's not the doctors. It is the scientific of what is approved on devices, medication, different items that go into your body. And we're going to talk about that. They weren't being tested on women. And one thing that Joel found out about was... The reason why. So I want everybody to listen to this story that Joel has for everybody. And this is cases. I want. I just want to clarify everything. Everything that we are talking about today, this is true cases that is happening. So there is a neuroscience researcher named Rebecca Shansky at Northeastern who did her own research on this problem because it is a public health problem and she's wondering why the hell are women why are females not getting tested why are we not figuring this stuff out 
So she figured out herself with her studying that she did on how rats handle stressful experiences when one of her graduate students noticed the female rats responding differently. Male rats almost always held perfectly still, but some female rats would dart, dart around the cage looking for a way out. They were handling their fear differently. This is why you have to study females, says Shansky, who is an associate professor of psychology. They're going to do different things. Their brains work differently. So that's what worries me. This, this is not talking about, this is me, Jewel, talking. This is what worries me with how they prescribe medical, like mental medication to women. They just do it so willy-nilly and so trusting. And then it is sad, the suicide rate that happens in women. It is higher in women and it is not okay. And in the research, to to back up what Jewel just said right here, is they tested antidepressant medication in males and not females. And what we're finding out is there have been cases that they are overdosed on the medication because your body is different. Um, a female's body is different than a male's body. And they're prescribing the same dose that they would a male to right. a female. And so it is like an overdose, right. just, just to be clear. And uh, another perspective, how she puts it, how the professor puts it, is so if you only understand the mechanisms in males and then you want to translate that work to help, say, people with PTSD, people with Alzheimer's, people with Parkinson's, your drugs might not work in women. That is a huge public health problem. It is. It is not fair. It is not fair how they keep saying that women's equal rights. No. Then fucking make it equal all around in medical everything. That's not fucking fair. And that's why when females go to the doctor and they're asking what the fuck's going on with me, they can't give them a straight answer. It's always giving them fucking medication because we're mental or we're crazy. It's crock of shit. And I just got to point out, I mean, Joel's crazy. I'm crazy. We, we've all had to been, you know, been told. But you there's been take shit leading up to There's been shit leading up to why we are the way we are. Hey, but let's just just, just take a break here. Without us women, people like me, people like Jewel, guess what? You wouldn't have any any case studies, right? Because of us, you yeah. have the background to, you should be thanking us for being us being so freaking mental because now you have the education, right? No offense, but to Trump, what you just said, without us fucking females and women, there would be no fucking people. There would right. be no people. So if you want to fuck us over and kill all, all women, who's going to give birth? Huh? But you remember our last episode or a couple episodes ago, the, they banned abortion in Texas. So, you know, they want us to keep on reproducing. They want us to do it. No matter what. I mean, whoever's making these like bigger decisions, I want to know like number one, like who it is. It ain't the president, guys. It ain't the fucking president. It's someone bigger and like, what the fuck, dude? So this puppet master, 
Yeah. So this puppet master, I'm just going to call him a pu- puppet master. Cause I'm with you. We need to somehow cut them strings of the puppet master, but I don't know. So here's the thing with the puppet master. It's all about money. Yeah. You can Everything see that. within the medical. I mean, it's money, 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 money. Okay, now I'm going to stop interrupting Jewel real quick. She has more to add to tell you on this story. (laughs) Go, Jill, go. Well, just to continue on about the studying on women and how lack thereof there is. So going back to, because this lady was more primarily in psychology, so it was mentally, but... People don't understand how bad mental illness is. It's a it's a big problem. It's a big rise in the United States these days in the, in the world. And it is said that in stress-related illnesses such as post-traumatic stress disorder and major depressive disorder, which let's me admit I have major depressive disorder, occurs twice as frequently in women as they do in men. So let me repeat that. So, stress-related illnesses, such as post-traumatic, so PTSD, and major depressive disorder, is occurring in women more frequently than men. But, for many years, researchers failed to include female animals in their studies out of fear that their changing hormones would muddy the data. Female mice go through an estrocycle, which is fat, like a faster version of the human menstrual cycle. Their hormone concentration change in a four to five day schedule. If female mice are at different points in their estrocycles, researchers have argued their responses will vary too much to be use, of use to scientists. But... Male hormones vary too. When male mice are kept in groups, as is often the case, that they establish a dominance hierarchy. The average dominant male mouse has five times more testosterone circulating through its body than the subordinate males. This is about the same variation found in female mice through the estrocycles. Recent analysis have shown that data from female mice doesn't vary any more than data from male mice. So what? why so why the fuck is it that they're testing it more on males if it's really not that far and the male subjects still have the same types of difference like to compromise it or whatever. I think that the reason why they do that is because clinical testing in there is going to be a shorter span to get the the product out there, right? Because in females, it would be a longer period of time for clinical trials, right? Because you would have to go through all of the stages of a cycle of a female on mm-hmm. any type of medication, right? Through, right? That would be antidepressants, any type of medication, right, Joel? Birth control, if you're n- nauseous medicine. I mean, it's mm-hmm. your, just your, all your typical medicines, you know? And um, it seems crazy to say that you're sexist against female mice, says the researcher in this case. But the reality is 
that if you're using these animals as a model for human neural processes, then the idea that hormones are so important for females, but males are just this blank slate, the default way that the brain is, that's sexist. That straight up is. I agree with this lady. She, It is. You can't just say, oh, let's just pinpoint only these male issues. Dude, I can tell you from my own health experiences that women are way different and differently built than men. And just to say it, I mean, we're fucking, we're strong as fucking hell for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is not fair that it is dominantly male subjects being studied and researched and nothing being studied on female subjects. We need to know the reactions. We need to know what things are going to do. Because I can tell you, throughout all my surgeries, I've come out with heart issues. I don't know why. I mean, everybody's different, but it's just, it's just frustrating. Frustrating as a female to see that no, when I'm saying nobody, but it, nobody cares about us females. We need. And it sucks. The only people that care about us females and women are us fucking women. And yeah. and then when we talk about it and we say this type of shit, we're crazy or we're whatever. We're being too much or whatever the fucking case may be. Seriously, women do not get enough credit. We And we get pushed aside too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm seeing it too often within myself and other people that I'm that are trying to get help with their female issues. When I'm telling they're female, they only happen to females. Sorry, you don't have ovaries, you don't have a uterus, so you don't have those issues. And this is a result of finding out um, how they are actually how they went about testing. You get a little irate, and especially since. You know, me, I have suffered um, with medical histories. And of course, Jill's going through it right now. And you have to think that these people would have the best interest of your health care, right? So a, a lot of these companies, they have this product and it's all about money. Okay. It's all about money how to get the product out there quick quickly to you know on the on the shelves for the doctors have it approved and used and you know all of that speaking upon both of our situations and t- going not just talking about the researchers on the medicines but to talk more about the surgery methods and all that stuff and how they're testing everything. So there was <clears throat> surveys of preclinical animals research on pain, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and surgical methods. And in that surgical literature, they found that 80 per, 80%, so this is even more than just the medicine, 80% of studies that specified sex used only male subjects. 
in surgical trials like guys 80 percent yeah i know how, there's so many fucking women having surgery dude mm-hmm. and a lot of that the fda had to um on a lot of the medications that joel's talking about they had to come a halt it had to come to a stop on you know cardiovascular um i mean even down to diabetes it's just crazy that they had to stop because it was more harmful for women than it was helping. So I gotta, I'm going to tell you the story about this case. It's the E-Sisters, and I, I, I want to give a shout-out to the E-Sisters. The E-Sisters, I want to say, are the ones that went to the FDA, and they stood up, and they fought. And the E-Sisters, they had a device called Ensure in their body. It is a coil that went up into your uterus, into your fallopian tubes. And and what it did was the coil would, would start scar, scarring, create inflammation, and it would block it so, you know, you couldn't get pregnant. It was um, in 2002... Um, is when it got approved with the FDA. And then Bayer bought it out. Bayer, like your Bayer aspirin. A lot of things ended up happening to these females. And it took from 2002 to even an update of last May. And what ended up ha happening was crazy to these women. And one thing that you have to think about is these things go out there. They get implanted in females. But guess what, Jewel? They can't figure out how to get it out of you. Oh, that's fucked up. So let's say this coil blows up in you and it's went out to all of those places. It's just, it's ridiculous. They didn't, uh, Bear notified the FDA that, on July 2018 that there was going to be no more sales after December 31st of 2018. That's like months later. Like they had all that time to have sales out there. It's just crazy how these people are trying to make money and these people's lives are affected. They lost their jobs. They lost their homes. They had no income because they couldn't go to work. They don't care the bottom line if you can't go to work and you can't support your children, this one lady, she wasn't able to go to work. She had children. They had to get put into into a foster care because she was no longer able to work, and they weren't able. That's to, horrible. To fit, you know, to help her. Do you think that these people even give a shit? No. So no. when they're when they're going to try and. No, as long as there's like a majority and they're trying to, it's fucked up. As long as there's a majority that people are okay and they're not dead, then it's fine. So I want to just give a props out to those E-sisters because if it wasn't for them, it I feel like people wouldn't be listening. They sat there and they fought for us.
They fought for us and they were sick. They didn't feel good. They were out there fighting. I mean, imagine you today, Jill, sitting and fighting on these people's doorsteps, on these businesses, you know, because... Hey, I'm about to be right there with them. Right? Because, fuck, um, I've been battling this shit. I mean, you guys don't really know a whole lot about it, but I've been battling health issues for f- five years, and it's it's pretty tough, and um, especially when you don't get any answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you checking out our boy Jesse Sponberg? If not, I highly recommend it. Go check him out. Urban Survivor Man.com. If you guys are interested in any sound editing or anything to do with music, check out our sound engineer, Brendan Jen, also known as Comeback Karma. You can find him on Instagram and he you can message him that way and he would definitely respond. He's really great, guys. Don't forget to go check out Dying on the Inside with Josh Larson. You guys are at any local pubs and bars, be sure to be at a lookout for Josh. He's going to be doing a bunch of open mics. Guys, I would like to remind you, if you like what you're listening to, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and please leave a review. Thank you. So have you ever been prescribed a medication, Joel, and um, you didn't take it because you did some research on it? All the time. And I really think that everybody should do that. Bef- you mean your doctors, I'm, I'm glad that you think they know. I mean, they try to think they know the best for you, but you have to know what's best for you. So you got to be careful with that. And with that being said is every medication that they give you doesn't matter whether it's fucking vitamin D, vitamin, whatever. But if it's prescribed, you look up that prescription, that exact dosage, everything. And you see the reactions that other people have had. You have to do your research to know what you're because they'll tell you they'll tell you their clinical trials. But you need to know the actual research of other people that are really taking this medication And that's what I do. And there's been multiple medications, multiple. One that I already had suspicions about. And then I had my uncle who works in the medical field, who is a science, like bioscientist who researches this kind of stuff, said, absolutely do not take this stuff. In women, it is increased in suicide, which I did at this time in my life, I can't have that and is absolutely ridiculous. And then within doing this research of my own of this stuff i am finding out that i was prescribed a medication that luckily i did not take it was supposed to help me sleep it was called ambien 
And little did I know that it was strictly only, that medication was strictly only tested on male subjects, no female. And it is found to stay up in the female body longer than a male. It was developed and dosed for male bodies. It is lasting in the female body 11 hours longer than it is in a male. So that's pretty fucked up right there. Yeah. By missing the differences in drug response between males and females, a huge part of information that could lead to better and different clinical trials is being conscientiously ignored. As such, 8 out of 10 drugs withdrawn from the U.S. market by the FDA from 1997 to 2000 posed greater health risk for women than for men. But what I, what I will always tell everybody, whoever's going through any sort of health issues, you have to be your own advocate. Yeah, you do have to be your own advocate. And even down to, I just got hurt, man. And, and I've been doing this research with Joel. Joel's been doing it uh, longer than I have, but I ended up getting hurt. Um, and I know this information, right? Like I know it. But then when you get hurt, you go to you go in and then the doctors start going through the process you start forgetting going okay what is this medication what is it that you're putting into me how you know what is the results you know what what is gonna i mean what happened to you they gave you a medication they're like oh this is gonna help your female issues but then what did it cause you it caused you bone issues right right on top of the other issues that you were having but just recently, I ended up ripping my tendons, and I didn't, um, and I've been researching this right now. So, but when you go through that, and you're like numb, and you're hurting, and you go into the doctor, and you're like listening to them, at that, you're you're at their mercy, because you're like, I'm in so much pain, Um, you're, you're here to help me, I want to try and do this without surgery is there a way to do this without surgery without invading my um causing more scar tissue and i ended up ripping my tendons in two places and they started putting my tendons to sleep but i didn't i didn't stop and go i've been doing this study i know that i'm supposed to be asking okay what are the you know, what is, what is the typical outcome of this? I mean, how, how, you know, you forget those questions. And basically, you need to know any type of thing, how effective it's going to be. Has it been tested on women? Has it just been on men? You know, it just depends. And the same goes for men too. So if you, let's, let's take an example of my my let's take an example of my father my father had diabetes he had a a certain type of diabetes and then they started um in on treatment for his heart which he ended up passing away in february but everybody's background is different so just because we're saying a female if you don't have the proper information on that individual, because let's just, let's just, you know, 
your the human body is its own planet itself and each each one of us operates differently we're not the same and that goes for also male and female and it is very upsetting to find out that the way that these clinical trials have been especially and it makes sense right Joel it makes sense why they can't figure out what's wrong with us I mean it really makes sense with I mean I've been going to the doctors for female issues since I was a teenager before I was even like yeah I mean I guess you're a teenager when you're like 13 14 but yeah since I was a teenager I've been going to the doctor and then it's like a trial and error on us it's like, we go, oh, let's try this and see how you react in a month or two. And, you know, oh, if you have this reaction, let's try you on this. And then if you have this reaction, let's try you on this. I mean, that doesn't sound so fun. I mean, like, you should have a better understanding mm-hmm. of what's going on before you just give someone a medication that could change. I mean, that's a chemical. It's a chemical going into your body. Whether you guys want to believe it or not, it's not a natural substance. It's chemically made to fix what they say. It doesn't fix you. Fucking just masks the problem in in the end. But Mm -hmm. I have my own opinions on that kind of stuff. But (laughs) I mean, yeah, the shit that they're, it's not good. And that's a lot of medications are highly addictive. They are. And it's, and there's reason for that because it's not supposed to go in you. I mean, it, I mean, just to a certain extent, it's supposed to help you for a little bit. You're not supposed to be living off of it forever. Mm-hmm. And when you and when females have like the same repeated po- problem that's happening like all the time, I mean, you can't keep on treating it with the same like kind of response and think that you're going to get this miraculous change right in your health because it's not going to happen that way and a lot of doctors they end up we end up getting our uteruses removed ovaries removed other organs removed just because i mean we're in pain we're mm -hmm. in fucking pain and the thing is is i think that specifically and i don't know how for women but a most common thing that is really common in women is endometriosis and they don't know dick on that and it happens in women differently mm-hmm. each 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 woman's endometriosis is different because it, it can show differently it can be in different areas and different organs so it's going to react differently if you're not testing that and if you don't know what the fuck endometriosis is doing to like, you got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've gone through two, two doctors now. One wanted to give me a shot to do something for my ovaries to put me in a menopause. Couldn't get approved through insurance because insurance was like, no, we don't think you need to do that. I mean, insurance is in its own. They think they're doctors and they're not. It's just a whole cycle, but then you get, I get another doctor, similar thing, but they keep telling me both times, we don't know how you're going to react to this. 
So it's up in it. I have decided, I mean, I have, I haven't done anything with it yet, but for me, it's a trial and error. They're only going to do it for me for a year. And then if it makes me feel better, then they want to perform another surgery. Yay. Yay. <laughs> being a woman. Woo. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking it's just not, it's not all what it, it, it's cut, cut out to be there. You know what I mean? And for all you Karens out there who are like, it's so wonderful to be a woman and giving birth is such a beautiful, I mean, it's your children are beautiful. That's about it. It's not a beautiful fucking process. <laughs> like what? I mean, yeah, you're the, the, the thing, the thing that your body can do is pretty, I don't think, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, this is my opinion. Some people may think it's beautiful. I don't think it's beautiful. I think it's kind of weird. I mean, like how our bodies can just create a human being and then just it's popped out. I mean, it's just wild how we can do that. And then, yeah. And then they expect us women to just not be, we're supposed to just be okay. (laughs) You're funny. Mm -hmm. Like we, that's the thing is I feel like people don't give enough credit, especially for, it's just, as we're shedding light on this I'm thinking like in my head like I wonder if like women are sitting there going no 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 the scientists the FDA they wouldn't do that they wouldn't no and then when you find out you're like oh man these are the same people that are probably outside of an abortion clinic saying to not get an abortion and fucking getting in females heads because there are other women out there that are just absolutely bonkers i mean take a step back listen i mean we have the everything that we are talking about today is out there Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I was pretty taken back when we doing the research. I know you were like getting really pissed off when I was like, are you ready for our podcast, Joel? And she's like, well, oh. I mean, it was almost sick to her stomach. Some of the kind of things that we have to, that we look at, it, it's just sick to your stomach. It's just finding out truths of stuff that, you know, has been whispered or just memored or talked about. And you're just like, no way. I can't be real. Whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. But then now doing what we do and we actually look into stuff, do our research and you're like, holy fucking shit. It's great. The world we live in and it is fucking nuts and it's scary. It is. And I don't blame women out there who are living in this world and say, I don't want to have kids. Right. I don't I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. It's a really sick world we live in. It's a cruel not easy world it's in those women that are just now finding out everything that we're talking about right now like you're like oh are they real is it real i mean do your research but honey guess what guess what honey it is real it is real right right it's just like oh don't worry we'll we'll put all of our 
our research in there and all of our links and everything to make sure you anybody who doubts it or is shocked and you're like holy shit let me read this because i shared it with one of my friends and again they had a little bit like background of it they're like they're like i fucking knew it dude but for them to reread it they're like that's fucked up and it's like that's not fair that and when we're talking about this i want you to think it's not just birth control it's not just Mm -hmm. anything like that it's even down to the devices it's everything it's everything medically uh and down to the mesh there's a mesh that they put in your body they call it biomedicine so anything that's like biomedicine so any anything medically yeah so let's say there's something wrong with your your bladder or i mean there's one thing that we're we have not research which we will is the internal bandage okay no we tried to but you look up internal bandage and nothing i mean it's hard to know what what the it doesn't have an actual medical term Mm -hmm. you can't find it and that's what was told to me we did research the mesh and the mesh is something else so i i don't recommend that either i don't know i think it has a count i mean it helps in some ways, but I think it also has an effect long term where it's going to affect you mm-hmm. in and not a good way. I mean, E-Sisters, E-Sisters, hats off to you. I wish I was uh, in with them E-Sisters because I'd be right there with you. I need to find my own group where of like medically ill people and just be like, let's go, guys. Let's go. Let's We're going to band go together. <laughs> We're going to go set. You know, the thing that you can learn today from us is to make sure that you're aware. Make sure that you're aware of different procedures, medications, making sure that you do those researches. Yeah, just number one, be a big, huge advocate on yourself. If you genuinely are caring about your health to get help, you need to see what this process is or what it looks like on the effects of what these things being given to you or done to you. Mm-hmm. And remember that some of the medication out there has not been tested on women um, that could have an effect, a long-term effect within you. Or what I really want to say, not just that, if, you, if they have prescribed a medication to you and you're supposed to be taking it and it's not doing anything or if it's making it worse, make sure you look into it. It may not be the fit. It may not be the fit. It is so important for people to have knowledge, the knowledge that we have, Joel, of yeah. medications and... See, and we're not saying like absolutely don't take any medications because some of it is going to help you get through your daily activities to get, I mean, some people absolutely need it. But if you are noticing a negative effect and you're not feeling good, you you need to look into it more. And I mean, in some ways, I mean, in this, so there's people who make this decision within cancer. You either do the chemo treatment or you don't because some, for some people, the chemo treatment is hurt, hurts more 
and they don't live as long. You know what I mean? So some people choose not to do that type of treatment and do a more natural way. And that, I mean, that's just, I mean, it depends on you, but you have to make that decision in yourself on your individual self. Cause you're not going to be just like that other person that someone told you about their health history and, Oh, it, I did miraculous. You know what I mean? You got to do your own research on yourself on what's going to benefit you. What things have been a red flag before. Right. Remember that we're not doctors and we're not, you know, scientists. We're just individuals just like you. And we're trying to get this message out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Make everybody aware. We want good and well, not, it's not necessarily good information, but good, strong information that's coming from us where we are actually doing research and knowing what is fact and not fact. Correct. And it may be scary to hear it, but people need to hear it. Mm-hmm. And as Jewel and I are fighting for equal rights to for these medications, um, there is an FDA or a whole bunch of FDA lists of all of these timelines of all of these medications. There's also lists of recalls. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's kind of like those things you see on the TV that's crazy where it's like if you or someone you know has taken this and has suffered from this, call so-and-so and get a settlement. It's kind of similar to that. Or if if you see those medications, like there's like a new, let's just say allergy. I'm just making this up, guys. So it's not a real thing. Don't quote her. Don't quote me, man. Don't quote me. Some allergy medication called, hey, if you are suffering from allergies or if fluffy is giving you watery eyes, we have this new fluffy, fluffy, fluffy medication. And guess what? If you are a female and you have side effects of vomiting, dizziness, blah, 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 and they list all of these things. If your heart starts racing, blah, 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 and they list all of these things on the ad, guess what? That means that those things have actually happened. Yep. So when you hear those ads and they say something about, you know, Fluffy's medication, um, which is a, I'm just making stuff up. (laughs) (laughs) And they list, if it does this, 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 you know, shortness of breath, this and this and that, that means it's happened, man. That means it's happened. Yep. Notify your doctor. Here's the other thing I want before we end the, wrap this up. The doctors, so let's say you complain about a medication. The doctors, they they don't notify the FDA, just so you know. That's not the tier of the way it is. They have to notify, let's say it was Bayer. Let's say it was Johnson & Johnson. Let's say it was somebody, you know, who was doing this. They have to notify the manufacturer, the person who is sale- selling it. They do their own research, and then that goes to the FDA. So here's the thing. That insurer, Coil, with the E-Sisters, guess what? That was, that was in so many years. 
so many years. And here's the other thing I want to say during the clinical trials, when people do that, they were like, mm, I'm having side effects here and here, but are you pregnant? No. So they didn't care about the side effects. I was having discomfort here, 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 but are you pregnant? Does it, does the product work? I mean, no, they're not getting pregnant, but they're trying to tell them about it. So think about that for a minute, you know, just think about that. Yeah. And we care about all of you. And let us know if there's something else that you want us to talk about. We do. We did get a couple things. We were just too knee deep in um, some research, but we will, we will check them out. So until next time, I'm Sarah, and I'm Jewel. Peace. Ladylike is produced by us. Our sound engineer is Brendan Ginn. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs>